everyone. What's going on? My name's Mike Jimenez, and this is the Acquire Taste. Joe Garcia producing today's show. We're coming at you from West to Northwest San Antonio. Joe, how you doing today, my man? Doing good, man. Excited. It's a different vibe in the air today. It's because it's the pre-NBA draft day, and it's all about Victor Wembenyama. That's right. The San Antonio Spurs will select Victor Wembenyama number one overall tomorrow night. These are the days that I'm jealous of certain people. One of those people I'm jealous of is Jeff Garcia from Locked on Spurs. Don't forget to subscribe to Locked on Spurs. It is daily Spurs coverage, daily Spurs content. Uh, I follow it on Spotify, but you can also follow Jeff at Jeff G Spurs Zone on Twitter. It's a big deal because he's over there in New York right now at the press conference with Victor Wembanyama, along with all the national media out there. Uh, Jeff just posted some stories uh, a few minutes ago on Twitter, showing that Victor Wembanyama is already giving back to the community out there in New York City at a new STEM school, at an opening for this school out there practicing on the on the basketball court with the kids, signing autographs, being a good guy, taking questions today from his future teammate Jeremy Sohan, who is a a correspondent, if you will, who's asking questions of the draftees over there in New York. And not only is Sohan asking him questions, he's doing it in English and in French. They've got that European connection there. I gave Jeremy Sohan so much grief last year, but Wemby being at his side is the best thing that could ever happen to Sohan's career. Sohan's going to blow up in his second and third year with the Spurs. Hey, we're live right now on Facebook, live on YouTube, live on Twitter. Uh, Thank you so much to all the people who watched yesterday because, man, I looked at the numbers this morning. Over a thousand views, over a thousand views. So we've gone from 500 to 600 to 700 to 750, and boom, up to a thousand. Mike Taylor was a fantastic guest. We'll talk more about Mike Taylor uh, around the 45 minute mark or so. Uh, But this is a fun time. Uh, You can follow us on all those different platforms. But if you follow us on YouTube, you can leave a comment for us, and we can read those comments as they pop up, and you can be part of the show that way. Now, we're also going to have a special guest today, someone I'm a big fan of, Madeline Mendoza. You know her as Maddie Sky. Okay, Maddie Sky, who was with the San Antonio Express News, Maya Say, for so many years, has such a big following on social media. Uh, She's now a reporter with Axios uh, here in San Antonio. And the thing about it is, she just so happened to have been in New York this past week. And last night, last night, was at the Yankees game where, Jeremy, where uh, Victor Wembanyama threw the first pitch at that game over there. Absolutely amazing. Uh, Maddie was telling me this morning that she was flying in back to San Antonio. So she's back in the Alamo City. She's going to be on air with us in the next five or ten minutes or so. Uh, so, again, Maddie Sky will be with us uh, to tell us about the experience being over there. But, man, Joe, all the video of yesterday, the whirlwind tour that is Victor Wembanyama. I keep saying it. Spurs fans are not used to this type of star or celebrity on this team. We've never had a celebrity this big. He hasn't even played one game for the Spurs, and he is the biggest celebrity we've ever had. Ever. And that's saying something because I think the other, uh, let's say, Spur that was kind of outside the box that liked that attention was the the worm, Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman was, And he would bring in the, the superstars, you know, the Hollywood stars. He had Madonna come in. There was various actors that would come into town that were his friends to come and see him. 
and San Antonio wasn't used to that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know? it, it was a different thing. You know, yeah. that was back in the Madonna days, yeah. and that was back when uh, he was bringing people on in to suddenly become Spurs fans. You would see some hip hop videos where people were wearing the number ten black uh, Dennis Rodman jersey. Uh, that was a celebrity factor that was big, and I guess you can say that Tony Parker was a celebrity as well because. When he married uh, Eva Longoria, yeah, and he was already a, a star in France as well. So we've had celebrities on this team, but Victor Wembanyama is already far ahead of all of these people, and we're going to hear from Victor Wembanyama on this program because he was on Good Morning America this morning with Robin Roberts. Uh, great interview he did with JJ Redick yesterday, um, and then you see all this video from him in New York. Did you see the video of him trying to get onto the subway? <laughs> it was ridiculous, man. How he has to like squat down and uh, he, you know watch his head, and then he has to sit down on the subway train because he's too tall to stand yeah, up. <laughs> be, beyond even just getting in there, just walking down the tunnel, he had to duck the entire time. <laughs> and it was the first time ever he had ever been on a subway before. And there he is in New York, and he's not only by himself; he has a teammate who's also going to be a first-round draft pick this year, Bilal was also with him, and they were doing this whole tour together. But it's funny because Bilal will probably go somewhere between 8 and 15 in the draft. No one cares. No one cares about him. It's all about Wemby. The spotlight is shining on Victor Wembanyama. Um, it, it's it's so bright. It's so bright. Again, we're going to have Maddie Sky, Madeline Mendoza from Axios, uh, uh, talking to us in, in a few minutes about the experience about being at Yankee Stadium. Um People are reaching out, Paul Cantu, saying, yo, what's up? Uh, Bones is reaching out, asking about the active, the uh, notifications of the show starting. Uh, I get the notifications myself. I don't know how that works. So if you follow us on YouTube, uh, it can uh, you can be notified of when it's starting. The cool thing about this, Joe, and uh, Mike Taylor was pointing this out yesterday after the show. He was saying, you know, if you follow the, the statistics of the people who follow this podcast, they come in waves. And I would say that 50% of those who follow this podcast, even though it's only a week and a half old, 50% are watching it right now live 12 to 1. Yeah, that is true. About 30% are watching it around 6 to 7 p.m. Or they're they're downloading it or doing something like that on the way home from work. Yep. And then we get a big bump in people watching at 9 p.m. 9, 10 p.m., just people kind of catching up with things. And that's the great thing about this medium and, and this platform is that sports talk radio doesn't have to be turn the dial. It's on from you know noon to three. No, it can be at your leisure. And what we're trying to do when putting the shows together is making it so that you don't feel like you've lost out by not listening to it at 12 o'clock. So if you listen to it at 6 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, uh, or as Mike Taylor likes to say, you're listening in the future, thank you so <laughs> much for that. And we're going to try to keep this as open-ended as possible so that it's enjoyable at 6 p.m., at 10 p.m., as it would be watching this or doing this at noon. Matthew Larima reaches out to us and says, the Spurs need to trade to the Wizards for that eight pick to get Kubali. Um, that is Wemby's teammate. Um, I wouldn't mind. But then again, if that happens, what happens to Keldon Johnson? He's the other small forward. I mean, that there's only so many threes you can have out there unless you're doing positionless basketball. Uh, Mario Cavazos asking the question, are we going to have a mock draft? Well, I mean, it's exciting, you know, when it's your team drafting number one overall. You, you know, a lot of people are going to try on the draft tomorrow night. 
watch for 15, 20 minutes, and then turn it off. And I'm letting people know, don't turn it off because there's a very good chance. I think it's higher than a 50% chance that the Spurs are back in the first round at some point. I'm not saying it's going to be at number two to get Scoot Henderson, but to go up to get number eight, to go up to number 15, number 20, it is very possible. In fact, I would say that there is a 50% chance or greater that's going to happen. doesn't mean it's going to happen, but personal belief, I think it's more likely than not. The weird thing about tomorrow's draft, you know, you have 30 teams in the NBA, 60 spots. Most people have, you know, a first-round draft pick and a second-round draft pick, right? That's two picks, right? There are 10 teams that have combined 60% of tomorrow's picks. There are so many teams tomorrow that have three, four, or five picks that it's ridiculous. There's going to be a handful of teams out there with zero or just one. Haiti reaching out to us on YouTube saying, I'd like to see Anthony Black, Anthony Black out of Arkansas. I saw a lot of Arkansas uh, basketball this past year. Anthony Black, I like a lot more than Nick Smith. Nick Smith was highly touted, the, the, the higher of the two going into the season, but Nick Smith had some injuries. Anthony Black is a very good playmaker. Um, he's got a very good skill set. The problem is, is that I think the game is too fast for him right now. It's going to take time for him to mature, but the guy has skills. He has the size. He has the playmaking ability. He has the passing game. He has the vision. I watched a lot of Arkansas this past year. A lot. Probably 10 games this year. So I know about Anthony Black. I know about Brandon Miller because I watched a lot of SEC basketball. My daughter goes to LSU. I watch a lot of SEC stuff. Last night I was watching the World Series, uh, (laughs) you know. Hey, that cheer, guy kind of that gets interesting. Cheering them on against Tennessee, they advanced, there so that go. that's a very good thing. Uh, again, uh, we'll be alerted when Maddie Sky, Madeline Mendoza joins in right now. Oh, she's already on right now, so let's go ahead and get her. The one, the only Madeline Mendoza, Maddie Sky with Axios here in San Antonio. Maddie, how you doing today? Hey, Mike, I'm doing good. Yeah, just here in San Antonio, <laughs> um, already feeling the heat. <laughs> Yeah, first day of summer. Welcome back. Welcome I know. Back. What a day to come back. <laughs> when you were in New York, were you there for uh, the purposes of vacation or were you there for the purposes of work? Vacation. So, or, you know, just some fun. I've, I've been going back quite a bit this past month. I have a friend that lives there. So um, it's just been really exciting to, to be around New York City. But this past trip worked out pretty perfectly because I was actually going to leave, what was it, Tuesday night. And then I switched my flight to Wednesday or to come back today, which made perfect timing for it to watch Wemby throw out that first pitch. And it's funny because I didn't know he was going to do that until I was like scrolling Twitter, maybe like two hours before the game and saw the tweet come out. And my friend lives literally a block down from Yankee Stadium. So we bought tickets and yeah, just ended up at the perfect place, the right time, perfect place, perfect time, I guess is how the saying goes. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I saw your tweet yesterday and I was super excited for you because you were saying you're there in New York. You <laughs> just so happen to be there. Wimby's throwing the first pitch. And by the way, I love going to Yankee games. I've been to about four or five in my lifetime. Nice. It's a fun place to be. I'm not a Yankee fan, but I'm excited whenever I go out there to watch. But then you go out there to hear Wemby's there. I want to know what did you do? You, you just you just you know went on StubHub or 
Yeah. We, what did you do? Well, that's another funny story because I think we went on these vivid seats and my nerves were shot because I didn't realize that the seller has to confirm them before selling them. So the, the, the seller didn't send them until maybe like an hour before the game. So at one point I was kind of just thinking, maybe I'm not going to get to see him after all, but we get to the stadium. Um, everything works out well, we get to the stadium on time, which is a huge feat for me. <laughs> um, we get there on time to see that. And actually the seats were really good. We were sitting with what I learned were the bleacher creatures of the Yankees. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and it was really funny to hear, like the, the Yankees fans didn't realize Wemby was throwing out the pitch. And once they found out, everybody was kind of like freaking out. Um, and my friend and I are huge Spurs fans. So we were there supporting, um, and, you know, chanting go Spurs go. So it was, it was an exciting time. And you could, even though we were, we had good seats, he was still pretty far away, but you, the way you can just like spot him instantly, cause he's so tall. It was also interesting is obviously I knew Wemby was in town and like the days leading up to it, I was kind of sad that I didn't like run into him anywhere. What's so funny is like the subway station that I use when I visit my friend, he act, Wemby was using that same exact one. Like oh, the really? I'm going over the the little passageways. Like I walk through there whenever I visit him. So it was only a matter of time, I guess, before I kind of organically might have been able to run into him. It, it's fascinating because, um, you know, to go out there and for you to say that the Yankee fans didn't even realize he was going to throw the first pitch and that they got excited. I mean, was it just yeah. one of those things where there was a roar in the crowd. What was going uh, on when it came I to think, that? I think I overheard somebody say, what the F is that Wimby? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't so much of a roar. And honestly, when the, when the pitch came out, kind of like fell a little flat. <laughs> um, obviously, we were still cheering for him. But and it was interesting, too. I think like Drake was there. I saw Drake's Instagram story that he was like on the field, too. So as you were saying earlier, like that star power as something that we haven't seen ever or in a really long time. So mm -hmm. that was exciting. I didn't even realize Drake was there. So a part of, you know, Wemby's little posse that was hanging out with him on the field. So yeah, it was a really cool experience and I'm glad I, I got to see him do that. And I'm, I'm sad that I won't be there for the draft, but I, I, it's cool that I at least got to see that part. Now, real fast, let's, let's show the video. We're, we're going to show the video of what happened yesterday. And uh, well, we, we promised you the Victor Wembanyama first pitch. He will be the first pick on Thursday night in the NBA draft. All right, guys, here we go. 7-4. Oh, boy. Let's see. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it wasn't even close, oh, no. Maddie. No, yeah, but, yeah, we, we still cheered him on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Again, we 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 got that uh, video from from Twitter. Uh, uh, it, it's showing the 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 opening pitch. First of all, um, I would be definitely afraid of throwing an opening pitch. Yeah. Secondly, if you saw the video that he the photos that he posted uh, on Instagram where it showed the ball in his hands, yeah, it's like a golf and it ball. looked like a ping pong ball. It didn't yeah. look like a like a regular baseball. So I'm not going to give him any grief for not being able to throw a, a slider or throw a fastball because that ball is not a normal looking ball, yeah. but it's not his game. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to give him a pass when it comes to that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, my friend was saying still Spurs in four next year, <laughs> despite <laughs> Um, so yeah, so yeah, it was just a really exciting time that I didn't, didn't expect to happen. It was just a nice surprise to be able to, to sit there and watch that and support him. Um, oh look, yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're, we're now posting a photo of, of, of who you are. Uh, Matt, Maddie Sky, who's known for many things, known for her journalistic talents that I, I am very, very, uh, impressed with, but also, 
uh, you being a foodie and one who is all about San Antonio, all out and about around town. Uh, I, I, what I love about you, Maddie, is that you bring a flavor to San Antonio that is sometimes uh, uh, overlooked, which is the flavor of the South Side of San Antonio. Yeah, and and that's the thing about it is, is that you know there's a a passion for the Spurs at all sides of town, but man, the South Side they love their Spurs in a in a very unique way. Uh, I know in the South Town area near downtown. Uh, there's mur a mural that's gone up for Victor Wembanyama, and and yeah. there was there was photos of Greg Popovich visiting mm -hmm. that site yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I find that to be uh, remarkable. But uh, you are a Spurs fan. When you when you were watching the NBA draft lottery a handful of weeks ago, and you see that the Spurs, their that their name was not called at five or at four yeah. or at three or at two. Yeah. What were your thoughts? Where were you? And is this a memory that you'll always that you'll always keep? Oh, for sure. I was I had terrible FOMO because I was I had to report on it. So I was at home. I think it had I worked it out better, I probably could have like gone out and just taken my laptop with me. But I, I was so focused on just needing to get my story out. But it's funny because I have one of those desk calendars. Um, and it has, you know, those little sections where there's a notepad on it. And I was just handwriting as the names are being called. And I'm looking at it right now. I still have it. I haven't torn it off. It's just like <laughs> I'm writing so quickly. And as I got to number three, I wrote down Trailblazers. And obviously, it was the last two left. And I just stopped writing. Um, and I was just like shaking and screaming. And as soon as I saw um, the presenter lift that cardboard, that those, those picture boards that he was lifting, and I saw the, the Hornet wing on the logo, I just started screaming because I knew that the Spurs were next. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to keep this little notepad forever where it's just my chicken scratch from 14, 13, then I skipped all the way to seven. <laughs> and I had just <laughs> number one circled. Uh, but yeah, so it was a very exciting night. And I'm, I'm, it's bittersweet that I won't be there tomorrow for the draft. But we're hosting a draft party. Axios is hosting a draft party at Friendly Spot tomorrow. First round oh, okay. Cool. So, uh, yeah, so if you don't have plans, which I'm sure everybody has plans, it's going to be a hot one, but we'll be there. Hey, Maddie, you got to ask you a question. We got a, a question here from one of our viewers, Matt Lerma, and he's saying, why did Wemby flip off the crowd? I'm not sure. You know, I didn't see that in person. I did see it on Twitter after. I, I feel like it may be like a weird camera angle because I, I looked at it pretty closely and I saw like maybe another finger behind that one. It kind of just looks like an optical illusion. I don't know why he did. I, I didn't, you know, it didn't really cause a fuss in person. Um, but I did see that on Twitter and I, I wish I knew, but I don't. By the way, it is the Rudy Seafood, according to Jonathan C, who's uh, following us on YouTube, the Rudy Seafood over on, let's see, where is that? On South Flores. Yeah. Well, actually, no, this, uh, the Wemby mural, I'm showing it. I'm going to show it. Southtown it's actually, it's, uh, yeah, Southtown 101. Mm-hmm. Okay, very, very nice. Very, very you can nice. go on a Wimby tour, mural tour at this point. I know uh, Fred uh, reaches out to us on YouTube and says that, uh, you know, baseball is not a sport that kids play in France. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll give them that. I'll give them that. But again, that ball is so small. Try throwing from, you know, 60 feet or however far it is, 90 feet or whatever it is, mm -hmm. uh, a, 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 a racquetball. That's basically yeah. what it was in his hand. It wasn't a an actual baseball type of size, just based on, on the size of his hand. But man, I I'm super excited, Maddie, for the Spurs this year, because it's been four long years, you know, that th those championship runs from 99 to 2014 were amazing. Uh, but to have back to back to back to back losing seasons, 
mm-hmm. and knowing the fact that the Spurs did tank last season, that they were losing on purpose, and it actually worked. <laughs> and Spurs fans don't like to hear that, but that's what they did. They lost on purpose. But again, we did that to get Duncan, too. When we win lotteries, we win lotteries, baby. That's that's how we do it. You know why we you know how we got the first pick to begin with, Maddie? This is what I, I, I attribute it to. Every what? Latino here in San Antonio, they had the prayer candles on the entire Probably. season. <laughs> Catholic or you not? Know, I will say my friend that lives in the Bronx and is from San Antonio lit a candle that night or lit several candles that night for the Spurs. So we had some representation up there too. So maybe that had something to do with it. Spurs. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever hear the story about how when the uh, ping pong balls are called out mm-hmm. that the owners or the GMs, whatever representative that the team has, uh, has a listing of like the combinations that are for each team. Mm-hmm. And when the first ball came up, it was the number 14. Mm-hmm. And what that meant was all 14 teams were still alive. And when it got down to the final ball, because apparently there's like a, a moment in time that's several seconds between each ball being picked, that when it came down to the last ball, there were only four or five teams in the mix. Mm-hmm. And six out of the 11 combinations belonged to the Washington Wizards. Oh, wow. They no, had six of the final 11 spots left for that final ball. And the one ball that belonged to the Spurs that was remaining popped up. That is amazing. So, so going, so 54, 55% chance it was going to be a Wizards number Oof. one overall pick going Oof. into the last ball. Ugh. Crazy. Absolutely that crazy. crazy. That is crazy. I will, I will rewatch that moment anytime I feel <laughs> bad about something. That one is up there with those moments, those Spurs yeah. moments I have to rewatch. Yeah, the reports that the uh, Houston Rockets uh, GM was the one who told Brian Wright, the Spurs GM, I think you guys won. I think that's the combination. Yeah. And like and Brian Wright's trying to connect the dots of wait, wait, yeah. wait. I think I think we won. Everyone's like congratulating the Spurs. Yeah. yeah. And Brian Wright is double checking the math on it all. Yeah. Uh, and but, I think Holt's reaction was all of us that night. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. I mean, that has to be the catchphrase for the Spurs this year. Um, Not yeah. the race for Sace, which by the way, let's I go. hate race for Sace. It, it, it's so old, dude. It's so old. <laughs> Let's just do let's go. Yeah, we have let's to have go. For All sure. caps, four or five exclamation points. Dude, what if Wemby doesn't want to be jersey number one? Everyone has him wearing the number one jersey. What if he decides he wants yeah. to be 71? Yeah, I want him to go outside the box. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, what, what number would you like him to pick, Maddie? What's your favorite number? Oh, let's see. That's a hard one. Maybe, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go with like 92 because that's my birth year, but hey, <laughs> that's nice. just the first thing I think of. Maybe 10, that's my graduation year. But yeah, one one seems pretty solid, but he could do something funky too. Very nice. That is Maddie Sky, Madeline Mendoza from Axios. How can we reach you? How can we follow you? What are you working on these days? Um, you can just sign up for the Axios San Antonio newsletter. It's free. It hits your inbox every morning at 630. And it's a nice mix of news, sports, food news, everything that you kind of need to get your day started uh, about San Antonio or, of course, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all of those platforms. Very nice. Thank you so much, Maddie, for being with us. I know it was short notice, but I got so excited this morning when I got onto Twitter and I saw that you were there and I was like, I need to reach out to Maddie, but you're, you're now officially a friend of the show. Thank you so yeah. much. And uh, hopefully we'll have you on uh, later on in the future. Yes. Thank you, Mike. Very cool. Very cool. That is Maddie Mendoza, Madeline Mendoza, Maddie Sky.
I've been following her for years. And to be honest with you, uh, you know, I, I see her and I hope that that's what my daughter becomes because my daughter right now is in journalism school. She's actually a journalist already. Yeah. Uh, my daughter sent me this thing yesterday. She's uh, interning right now uh, over at the Virginia Pilot, which is the largest newspaper in Virginia. And my daughter was so super excited. She texted me last night a photo of her story on the front page. But then you go to page two, another one of her stories. Uh, so she's following daddy's foot, uh, footsteps a little bit in the communications field. Uh, but uh, super excited. But I've always told her, follow what Maddie does. In, in the sense that Maddie is very uh, multifaceted, very, uh, very like a Swiss army knife type of journalist where it's, it's, it's spot news one moment. It is hard news the next. It is uh, entertainment. It is food. It's all sports. It's all of everything. But Maddie does a very good job. Follow yeah. her on, on Twitter, Instagram, and all that. She's a great follow. Um, again, tomorrow is the big day. The Spurs will find out uh, if they're going to – if Spurs fans are going to find out if they're going to move back into the first round. A lot of people have already reached out to us saying that the Spurs should move back in to the first round again. Obviously, we're going to get Victor Wembanyama number one overall, but are we going to use all the draft capital that the Spurs have in the war chest right now to get back into the first round? Maybe to get him, his teammate from France. That would be fantastic. Spurs right now with three first-round draft picks scheduled for next season. Two of them are protected, though, right? So one is lottery protected. The other one is top six protected. So the Spurs will either have one, two, or three. More than likely two potential for three 2025 the spurs have three first rounders already lined up spurs have some swaps and multiple first round draft picks thereafter because the spurs traded Derek white because they traded thad young they traded demar Derozan, yaka pertle it's the spurs getting these picks and brian wright looks like a genius right now because the spurs won the lottery the spurs were stockpiling all these picks hoping to get a superstar and wouldn't you know it, the Spurs got the superstar in 2023 instead of having to wait to 2025, 2026. I like what Brian Wright has said all along. He says that he was doing trades for middle and high schoolers because he was doing these trades for guys that they were going to pick in 2027, 2028, 2029. And if you do the math, and at the time, and at the time in which he was doing these trades, it's like, dude, he was trading for middle schoolers. And it all came to be so that the Spurs got the number one overall pick in 2023. The Spurs tanked last season. It worked. The Spurs had the best spot available. The top, the bottom three teams had equal chances of winning Wemby. And the Spurs got Wemby with that 14% chance. Cannot believe that it happened. This whole rebuild is no longer a rebuild. It is now a reload. And reloading. And that's what we need to, we, we need to, to, to understand. Again, Jeff Garcia from Locked On Spurs and Ken's Five is out there in New York right now uh, following Victor Wembanyama, following him like a shadow right now, pulling a, pulling a Brian Windhorst. I'm taking a look at all of Jeff's posts. Again, you can follow him at Jeff G Spurs, Ken's Five, Jeff G Spurs Zone on, uh, uh, on Twitter as well, uh, talking about the fact that he's there. Victor Wembanyama is there with his teammate Bilal uh, going on and saying that uh, – that he got to meet Jeremy Sohan today. Sohan got to ask him questions at the press conference today. That is so much fun. And now uh, Sohan talking to Scoot Henderson. There's a photo that nice. Jeff Garcia took about uh, of, of Scoot as Jeremy Sohan is interviewing Scoot. Again, he is the correspondent over there interviewing these players. 
doing a fantastic job from what I hear. And then also photos that Jeff Garcia has posted, videos of Victor Wembanyama at a New York school to help open a new STEM learning center and then taking part in some, you know, shooting some hoops over there at that new school. Yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and show some of the yeah, stuff let's go that Jeff's been doing. That. Let's go ahead and show some of that. This is great video. Great photos, great video of what Jeff is providing. Again, I follow Lockdown Spurs on Spotify, but there's other places that you can catch this podcast. Uh, but Jeff Garcia, Lockdown Spurs, doing an amazing job. Victor Wembanyama will be on a spur officially tomorrow night. Maddie Mendoza mentioned that there was going to be an Axios party over at uh, did she say the friendly spot? Is that what she yeah, said? Yes, the friendly spot. But don't forget, too, you, you want to go ahead and ha- enjoy the NBA, the official Spurs NBA draft party. You can always go to the AT&T the Center. The AT&T Center. I know the Roof Hub is having a, yeah. uh, a draft party as well. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do for it, to be honest with you, because part of me, this is the age in me. Young Jimenez would have been at AT&T Center <laughs> with 15,000 other Mexicanos getting all excited about it, right? Filling the AT&T Center and, and buying $12 yeah, beers. You would have been out there with the Raza, dude. Yeah, I would have done that. Yeah. Uh, but 40-year-old Michael doesn't do that, man. 40-year-old Michael is like, you know what? Maybe I'll hang at home Stay and watch, home. <laughs> watch it on TV. Maybe I'll watch it on TV. Have the wife make some, you know, some finger foods or whatever, hot wings, you know? Yeah. Yeah, chips and dip. Hey, this is what this is a funny thing. Jason Garcia, shout out to him. He's a friend of mine. Yeah. Where will Mike and Joe watch the draft party? Well, Mike pretty much showed told you where he's <laughs> gonna be watching the draft from. Me, I'm probably gonna be working, like always, but I'll have it up here on my screen uh, as I'm working at my my workstation there, and I'll be watching it. But I wish I was off. I wish I could go ahead and enjoy it. Normally, I would say, man, you know, I, I'm ready for a drink. But after all the drinks I had last oh, yesterday man. with Mike Taylor <laughs> and the drinks I had the week before trying to soothe my throat here, having the Buffalo Trace over here, uh, I just decided that I probably don't need that right yeah. now. But I might go to the Roof Hub. I, it's, it's one of my favorite bars. It's a great place to go. It's, I love to eat over there. Uh, might go check that out. I'm also dying to play poker. Yeah, there you I, go. I, I maybe go to a rounders or a SA car club, smoke uh, some cigars, something like that. Go hang yeah. out with Rudy J, go see what he's up to. Uh, but want to say a, a special thank you to our newest sponsor, uh, Cynthia J. Sanchez. She has a question for you Are you a first time home buyer? Are you someone looking to get a home and don't know where to begin? Or are you trying to sell a home? Look no further, reach out to Cynthia J. Sanchez. She's with J. Par Real Estate. Cynthia has been serving the San Antonio area for 16 years. During this time, has become a top producing agent and an industry leader. Her experience is vast. And I'm talking about working with those in the military community. It's helped attribute to her knowledge and excellent customer service, her professionalism, and finding the perfect home and negotiating the best price for you is just the beginning for what she'll do for you. When you work with Cindy J. Sanchez at J. Par Real Estate, you are working with family. You will become part of her family. And I know this because... She is my personal real estate agent, my realtor. She helped me find my home. And when, when I found my house, I gotta tell you the story, Joe. My wife, do we, Cindy, we, we just, I'm not saying we, tra- we treated her bad, but <laughs> we saw home after a home after a home after a home. And she's there getting us qualified for loans and 
working with the, the preferred lenders and all man, that stuff. And y'all had this poor woman working, man. Yeah, we did. And, <laughs> and, I, and by the way, her number is 210-273-0748. It's on the screen, 210-273-0748. We got our house. We built a house, and it was time to close on it. And I just didn't like the way that, that it came together. Oh, man. And they, they didn't use certain materials that we had asked for. And things were a little bit different. It wasn't exactly what we ordered, if you will. It was almost what you ordered. Yeah, it was I got it, you. it was 90 okay. for 90% of what we ordered, right? And Cynthia J. Sanchez was like, let's go look one more day. We drove to our new neighborhood. I live in Weston Oaks off of Petrenko and Tally. And a lot of, uh, there's been a lot more development out there in oh, the yeah. last five or six years. But when we saw my house, it had already been built. Apparently, a military family had built it. But never moved in and it was sitting there for eight months and cindy was like you got to get this house because of all the equity that's inside of there and it's it's everything that you guys want my wife walked in the door she grabbed my hand and i swear to you she was like make it happen and i looked over at uh cynthia this was a house at the time going for 345 yeah and i had been approved for 325 and i looked at her and i was like that's what I'm approved for. We, this is the house we want now. And she made it happen. She made it happen. Uh, and in fact, after the appraisal came in, it came in a little bit lower. So we got even more of a discount. Uh, but we got the home we wanted. Cynthia J. Uh, Sanchez is a, a very good realtor. Uh, I, she is my personal real estate agent. And also, she has experience as a, um, a claims adjuster. And she went out there for Katrina and all that stuff, working for USA many, many years ago. So she knows what she's looking for. When she's spot checking a pre-owned home, she looks around. She's trying to find things that need to be fixed that, yeah. that, know, that, that the seller's not saying and the buyer doesn't know enough about to ask. So she's a very unique type of realtor. Again, Cynthia J. Sanchez with J. Parr Real Estate, 210-273-0748. Uh, if you forget that number uh, or think about her later on, reach out to me, DM me, and I'll get you her contact information. Cynthia J. Sanchez of JPAR Real Estate is sponsor of the Acquired Taste. Um, let's hear more about Victor Wimbanyama because, again, we heard from Maddie Sky, Madeline Mendoza going out there in New York. It was a vacation for her, and then she finds out on her last night there that Wemby's going to be throwing the first pitch. It's two hours before the game, and she's going out there to the Bronx to go watch this game. So amazing, right? But a lot has happened between in the last 36 hours. All the interviews that he's giving. Victor Wimanyama was on Good Morning America earlier this morning with Robin Roberts. Now, this was something that was taped yesterday. Uh, but the fact of the matter is that when the Spurs got David Robinson and Tim Duncan, yeah, they were the number one overall picks, but they weren't celebrities. They weren't going to get the treatment of being on Good Morning America. But this is a sensation coming over from France. We are getting a celebrity as a spur that we've never seen before. Let's hear from Victor Wembanyama on Good Morning America with Robin Roberts. There have also been some who look at you and go, are you ready the day in, day out, the grueling NBA schedule? They could think that because they don't, they don't know my work ethic. I know how I work, how we work, with my, with my surroundings, with my environment, you know, uh, I could never have any doubts. And so when someone says, bulk up. Why? <laughs> Why? Well, what for? <laughs> you should tell all this to skinny up. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about it. P 
people, isn't that the comment that I made last week when we were asking, should he bulk up? And I was like, well, why? Yeah. Kevin Durant never bulked up. Not everybody's going to have the physique of David Robinson or Giannis. Not everybody's going to have that. Some people are just going to be slender players. He's not the next Hakeem Olajuwon. He's going to be somebody who's going to be a mix of Kevin Durant, Kevin Garnett, David Robinson, along with the handles of a, you know, Tony Parker. It's a yeah. weird, weird mix of players. Yeah, or Dirk Nowitzki, for example. He yeah. wasn't bulky. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't. He had broad shoulders, but he wasn't yeah, bulky. bulky. Yeah. And the thing about it is, is that this guy has a drive that is very, very fascinating to follow. And he was on a podcast yesterday, and it was an interview with J.J. Redick. It's called The Old Man in the Three. And the, the photo that I posted on Twitter, by the way, I'm at MJ Acquired Taste. The photo that I posted showed him sitting right next to J.J. Redick. J.J. Redick looked like a child next to him in size. J.J. Redick is six foot four. And the comparison that people are making are like Buddy the Elf with the other elves <laughs> from the movie Elf, right? And J.J. Redick is there, six foot four. That is a big man. That yeah, is a is. big man. And Victor Wimanyama is sitting right next to him, making him look like a, like, like a puppet, like Pinocchio. Just completely dwarfed him. It was so funny. But J.J. Redick was asking him the question about drive and what drives Victor Wembanyama. And I'm very, very, very interested and fascinated by what Wemby had to say right here. We have seen this happen to a number of young athletes who lose, I think, a sense of reality. And they lose that grounding principle of their life what is your totem uh you know what you just said about young players uh this is something i thought about a lot I, I know i'm i know i'm never gonna turn like this like i know i'm never gonna lose a grasp of reality and just uh, do some shit you know because um I'm, I'm i know what i want like i'm i'm driven from like from the inside of my heart and like nothing can put me out of my path like i do everything i, I do everything i can so i deserve what i get and I think some some players are really talented physically or technically, you know, really, really talented. But their mind isn't like as good as their body is. You know what I'm saying? The, my totem is it's something like it's something bigger than, than basketball. You know, it's it's just life. It's just accomplishing yourself inside this universe. You know, you know when I need motivation, when I need energy, and I feel tired out, when I need a fight on the court. And it's it's hard. I always remember, I'm 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 free in that universe. I, I do whatever I can, and I know what I want to do, and nothing's gonna stop me from doing it. And I always got that in mind. And it doesn't just stop to basketball. You know, it's it's about life. Fuck, man. Jason. Well, well said. Jason. Well He's reached enlightenment. I'm not sure I'm really under, understood because, you know, in French, I, I, I know I can make myself understood, but in English, sometimes I'm not. No, no, no. You understood. You understood. It's very clear. It's very clear. Fuck, man. I wish I was free in the universe. <laughs> I wish I was free in the universe. <laughs> Uh, that's Victor Wembanyama with J.J. Redick on the Old Man and the Three podcast. Think about how educated that sounded. Think about how he put those words together. And this is his second language. He speaks English very well. 
but this is his second language. And for him to go out there and express himself in a manner where he's talking about, you know, being one with the universe, being somebody who understands a purpose in life and understands his destiny and that it's not going to be given to him. He has to work for it and that there's going to be adversity and he has to overcome that. Good grief, man. This is a 19-year-old man with a 40-year-old mentality in a way. If, this is not John Morant. This is not John Morant, the number two overall pick a handful of years ago, who's going to go out there and just ruin his life because of a, of a uh, posse of friends. It, it's not like that. And this guy has professional handlers. This is, this is a guy that the entourage that Victor Weminyama has are good people, medical people, and professional people. People who are looking out for him and his future. And it's such a blessing to see that and to hear that. And I know the celebrity aspect is huge, but he has been preparing for this for years. This isn't something like, you know, David Robinson went into the Naval Academy, six foot four, and walked out seven foot one. Where it's like, oh my God, I'm going to be an NBA player. Victor Wembanyama has been playing professional ball since his mid teens. And he's been playing against 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds and 35-year-olds and has had a target on his back the entire time. He is ready for this. And the thing about Victor Wembanyama when it comes to all this is that now he's going into the NBA where the rules favor the offensive player. Think about that. In France, in Europe, in FIBA, in Asia, all of that, the defense favors uh, the the officiating favors the defense. That's why you see players like Giannis and you see players like uh, Nikola Jokic, Luka Doncic come out and say, "God, it's easy to score in the United States. The NBA players might be better, but the court is longer, the court is wider, the lane is a different size, the ball is easier to shoot, the 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 defenses are weaker, the the referees allow the offensive players to get away with so much." So I am not of the belief that Wemby's going to struggle offensively. My question is going to be defensively, how is he going to position himself? Is he going to be the guy that gets two or three blocks per game because it's a one-on-one situation? Or is it one of those things where he's doing, you know, weak side defense coming out and helping out, you know, helping out and blocking whoever Sohan was, uh, was guarding? Is he going to block whoever... Trey Jones, if Trey Jones is being brought back, was guarding. What is he going to be doing defensively? I am more worried about Wemby on the defensive side than the offensive side. Now, if Wemby can develop a three-point shot, that's the big deal right now because his three-point shooting was atrocious last season. It got better as the season went on, but this is a guy that was shooting about 28 to 30% from three, which is not very good. But he's 19, and he has the form. And that's the difference between a Jeremy Sohan trying to shoot three-pointers and a Victor Wembanyama. Victor Wembanyama has the form. I mean, he, just the way that he sets his body and the form looks right. Uh, Sohan's form looks a little bit herky-jerky sometimes from three. Uh, it's not as fluid. But what's weird about Sohan is that you get him in between 8 and 12, 8 and 15 feet. It's like a fish in water, duck in water, baby. He's just out there just balling. He yeah. looks like DeMar DeRozan from that eight to 15 foot range. And that's why I like Wemby coming in. And that's why I think that, that Sohan's going to excel now. And people are going to come at me and go, 
Well, look at look at look at Sohan Go, baby. You you doubted him all along. I can hear it, and I know people are gonna come after me when that happens. <laughs> and I never said that Sohan was a bust. I don't care what any of y'all say. And James Pledge, I'm looking at you, my man. I never called him a bust. And people are like, well, you insinuated. No, I never said that. The thing about that though is, is that Sohan's gonna be able to focus on what makes him good, as opposed to trying to turn him into Kawhi Leonard. Instead of trying to turn him into a superstar, he can actually improve on a better timeline. And he's going to be able to work on certain facets of his game that he's comfortable with. I think the Spurs are trying to force him into that superstar role and see what he can do and if he could excel that. And, it, and he proved that he couldn't. But he could do so many things so well. He rebounds well. He dribbles the ball up the court pretty well. He plays pretty decent defense. He gets under the skin of certain players. I know Luka Doncic got pissed uh, playing up against uh, Sohan. So if Sohan can focus on those things, focus on passing, doing the little things, doing the dirty work, and backing up Wemby, and not having to be the Batman but be the Robin, dude, Sohan's going to have a fantastic career. And seeing Sohan go up to Wemby and speak to him in his native tongue, speak to him in French means a lot. And yes, Wemby knows English. Obviously, that interview he did with Robin Roberts and with the J.J. Redick proves that he knows English very well. But there's something about that kindred spirit and Sohan being from Poland, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, and which is not that far from France, um, is, is a big deal. It's a very, very big deal. Jonathan C. reaches out to us on YouTube and says, I can't wait to see Vassell play next to Wemby. Um, I cannot wait to see Devin Vassell be wide open and shoot 42% from three because he's wide open because everyone's looking at Wemby. Uh, Fred reaches out and says, you're allowed to change your mind, Jimenez. Flip-flop. <laughs> Again. Things change, baby. Things change. And what changed? The Spurs got the number one overall pick in Victor Wembanyama. I like it how my boy Fernandez still has a receipt of, of your tweet. What's that? Uh, calling out Sohan. You're like, Sohan's not going to be any good. <laughs> I never said that. I just said, wait. Shooting threes in the Matrix, dude. Sean Marion couldn't shoot a three. I mean, he couldn't shoot threes, but he shot, it yeah. from his, he shot it from his belly button back in the day. Uh, again, I guess it went through, right? Uh, Thomas reaches out and says, Space Jam 3 is going to star Wemby. That makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. He has the personality and the physique, you know, for, for <laughs> something like that, for a Space Jam. I think he could do a better job than uh, than LeBron James. Yeah. Uh, Matt reaches out to us and says, are you going to do a Stephen A. Smith thing and say it's fluid? Yeah, things are fluid. Things do change. Again, the Spurs are a different team with Victor Wembanyama than they would have been with Amen Thompson. It changes. Uh, Mario says, Jeff Garcia mentioned that he was sick on his Lockdown Spurs podcast. He needs to stay away from Wemby. True that, man. True that. Right now, man, I had a sinus infection and an ear infection last week, and my voice struggled because of it. Right now, I'm like at 90%, but I'm not 100% yet. I'm yeah. not 100% yet. These summer illnesses, especially when it's 105 degrees outside with a heat index of 116, is ridiculous. Yesterday, I went and donated blood, right? My wife works at oh, University man. Hospital. And they have a, a program there where she gets four hours of vacation for every person that goes and <laughs> donates blood. 
So those of you who are listening, if you donate blood, I know the uh, South Texas Blood and, and Tissue Center needs it, right? But my wife needs this PTO. Make your way over to University Hospital. Put her name down. Selena Jimenez, put it down. Tell him Mike sent you. That Mike sent you. <laughs> Let me know so I can give you her agent code, her, her employee ID code, so that you can get her this free PTO. Uh, but I'm over there, and, uh, you know, it was so hot in the garage. Oh, God. And I had to be seated down, and they said, well, your blood pressure is wonderful, which is great because it used to be really high. I'm not on medication, and I got it down. It's still a little bit high. It's 130 over 80, but what it used to be was like 165 over 95. And over the past few months, I've gotten it lower and lower and lower, and I'm getting back to normal. Um, but they said, your blood pressure is fine, but your heart rate's too fast to donate blood. I'm like, well, it's because I'm outside. I'm sweating. So then I donate blood, and now like an hour has passed, and I'm making my way back up to the garage, and I completely forgot where I parked. <laughs> and there I am trying to find it and i'm like did i because there's like there's the floor level there's five levels up and three levels down i went to the bottom level three and i started climbing stairs all the oh, way to the no. top heat index of 116 and then i realized wait a minute i parked up north towards the top and i did seven flights of stairs by the time i got in jeans and a polo shirt oh man by the time I got to the very top, I was drenched in sweat. And that is only the second dumbest thing I've done in the last 24 hours. The dumbest thing I did was this morning. This morning, I was uh, working from home, and I have an old dog, okay? So I have three dogs, but I've always had three dogs. Two of my dogs have passed away in the past couple of years. Uh, my dog, Baylor, which was a dachshund, passed away a few years ago. And my dog, uh, Tori, which is a corgi, my favorite dog, loved that dog. She passed away back in March. So we ended up getting a husky, and we got a golden retriever, and now we're back to three dogs. Well, one of the dogs is old, and it, her name is Daisy. Is this the one you left outside during the rain? No, I left, I left the two young ones outside. <laughs> They're dogs. They're animals. They'll get over it. Um, but my, my old dog, Daisy, I have no idea how old she is. Because we've had her for 10 years. We found her at my wife's work. My wife was working at an elementary school at the time. And there was a dog, a, a pretty little white dog that showed up on campus. We put up signs and everything. And no one claimed the dog. So we've had this dog for 10 years. If you told us that she's 10 or 11, we'd believe you. If you told us that she's 16, we'd believe you. We don't know how old she is. We just know she's old. Well, she's beginning to get that part of, of life where she's pissing all over the place. Oh, poor thing. And... She pissed on the bed, and she's oh. done it a few times, right? And she peed on the um, the comforter, and we have two comforters out there. So we've got that that king size bed that's really two twins we, you know, that go up and down. And my uh, wife has her comforter. I have my comforter. We 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 sleep on the same king size bed, but we're far apart from each other. There's like a three foot gap between the two of us, right? And the dogs kind of get in the middle sometimes. Well, the old dog pissed on the uh, uh on on my wife's comforter and at this point i'm like crap my wife's gonna be pissed so i got the dog i put her down and i put her in a different room and i got the comforter and i looked at the bed and fortunately nothing hit the mattress or the sheets right so it's just on the comforter no big deal i grab the comforter and i take it to the washing machine i dump it in there 
and I put it on the cycle. It's a 53-minute cycle. And I go on and I'm doing other things. I make myself breakfast. I eat breakfast. And then I turn on my laptop to do some work. I'm a financial advisor. I do investments and insurances. I'm working with my clients. And then I'm looking for the TV for some white noise in the background, right? Put on some Modern Family, Superstore, Schitt's Creek, something like that. Have it on in the background. I can't find the remote. No, no. And at this point, I'm like, oh, my God. Please tell me I didn't put the remote in the washing machine. <laughs> I run to the laundry room. And the, it's it's full of water at this point because it's like 17 minutes in. So it's been in cycle for 36 minutes. And I I, I go in there and I, I start uh, pulling things out. And I'm putting like these wet towels on the ground. And so I put a few towels in there. And I pull out the comforter. And there it is floating in the water is not only the remote to my TV, but also the remote to the bed oh. that make it go up and down. At this point, I'm like, oh, my God. So I grab it and I put on my T-shirt. I'm, I take off my T-shirt and there I am, you know, just trying to dry it off. And I go back to the bedroom and I start working with the bed remote and the bed remote works. And I'm like, oh, thank God. The TV remote, though, was not working. So now they're going, oh, my God, I'm going to have to go to Best Buy or Walmart or Target and get a universal remote. And learn a new remote. And nothing sucks more than learning a new remote, right? Once you understand how your remote works, that's your remote. Yeah. And uh, it didn't work. And after about an hour, I went and tried it again. It started working again. So I told my wife this whole story. And I'm a complete idiot. I'm, she's going to give me crap about it. but Oh, no doubt. But I just got pissed off because my dog pissed the bed, man. And it, it, it's frustrating to watch. Yeah, what you can do, too, with the remotes, you take it apart. Put it in some some rice, a little you know jar yeah. of rice or something. Leave it there for a day, and it'll be fine. Dude, I have a, a post on Facebook from 13 years ago, and I went to to Bourbon Street for a wedding, and it was a weird situation because uh, I was there with my ex wife. We didn't go together. We had a mutual friend who was getting married, like a destination wedding in in New Orleans, and it was weird because I just we had gotten divorced. But I just so happened to have been there. She happened to, she was also there. And it was just so, it was like not a very good situation. Uh, but I dropped my phone in a toilet on in Bourbon Street. And it was the most gross thing Nasty, in the world dude. to fish that thing out. But like a man, I did. No, and I sanitized living crap out of it. It didn't work for three days. But on the fourth day, it came back to life. That's going to be the caca phone from now on. Dude, it was like it was like the iPhone one. It was like the iPhone one or the iPhone two. Oh man, lots of comments today, man. This is great, man. People have been reaching out and uh, have started following this podcast. We had Mike Taylor on yesterday, and formerly the Mike Taylor Show, fifteen years at Ticket Seven Sixty, a great run over there. Uh, I don't mind that he calls himself the Mayor of Sports in San Antonio, not at all. Uh, I also understand that the whole radio mercenary thunderdome amazing but what was fun was that after the show taylor looked at me and goes dude that was that was fun like that was <laughs> like like you and i need to be working a little bit more often together and people reached out on facebook on instagram on twitter on youtube saying are we gonna see more of jimenez and taylor and i'm gonna predict yes mike i'm mike. gonna i'm gonna predict yes now i don't know in what fashion that's going to be, but it was so much fun talking to him about random crap like first crushes and you know first celebrity crush and uh, 
as he called it, the first chub and uh, about how <laughs> about his higher than normal percentage of being the of, about being Neanderthal. Yo, he's got that Neanderthal. According DNA. to Twenty Three yeah, Me, yeah. Uh, it was a great conversation. So many people were like, "Dude, you know, he brought something out of me that I don't normally do, and he I brought something out of him that he doesn't normally do." Um, that's that was great. Also, yesterday I told you this morning. The number of people who were watching this, again, this podcast is what ten days old. Yeah, not well, not even ten. We're only in our eighth episode. Eighth episode, and we're already at getting over a thousand views per day. We got over a thousand yesterday. I know those watch hours are starting to add up on YouTube. That's a good thing. Uh, J- Jeff Garcia reached out to me right now, saying, "Did you look at my timeline?" Oh Lord. Uh, I I I. I, I just gave I'm sexing him right now. I just gave rave reviews about it, my man. Uh, dude, Jeff Garcia is all over Victor Wembanyama right now. Yeah, like he he is el- he is elbow to elbow with Brian Windhorst right now. Again, follow Jeff Garcia Locked On Spurs podcast for daily Spurs content. Yeah. I follow on Spotify, uh, but if you take a look at the timeline, Jeff G Spurs Ken's five. You take a look at what he has going on there. Following him to the school. The new STEM center that's opening up at a New York City school. Victor Wembanyama's there helping out with the opening ceremony. Uh, Wemby doing doing the first pitch. We had uh, Maddie Mendoza, uh, Madeline, Maddie Sky, um, on earlier. She just happened to be in New York. Uh, Frank Soto reaches out to us, says, "Dude, once you said you were Thunderdome, you got me hooked to your show. You're formally invited to the Taylor BBQ, Tex-Mex Frank." Um. That's the thing is that I grew up listening to talk radio over here in San Antonio. For those of you who don't know, I won Rock the Mic at San Antonio Sports Star. At the time, it was ESPN San Antonio. Uh, but prior to that, I was just somebody who liked listening to sports talk radio. And I would listen to uh, David Chancellor and I would listen to Mike Taylor. And I would go to a lot of the events, you know, the, 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 Thunderdome events. So I considered myself part of Thunderdome for, for a great while. Uh, and then I went on and I won the contest at ESPN San Antonio. And eventually, when that turned into San Antonio Sports Star, I had my show over there for a year and a half. Uh, and then I had a weekend show there for two years, too. So I was there for a total of three years. Um, but as Mike and I were kind of talking about yesterday, and, and you brought up this, this too yesterday, Joe, was that sports talk radio is changing. And Sports Talk Radio is going from the dial of 7.60 a.m. or 94.1 FM, and it's it's changing. It's ever-evolving. And Taylor going off and saying that the fact that car manufacturers are coming out with vehicles now that do not have an AM dial makes 7.60 a very, very difficult place to grow. That's true. And 94.1 is doing a fantastic job with R&R in the morning and the blitz and after innings and all that stuff. And, but as I was telling, I was telling uh, uh, Taylor, I was like, you know, after the show, we were talking about how we have similar visions and how those visions come, come, come about. And, and is it something that he does something on his own? I do something on my own, or do we collaborate from time to time? Time will tell. But uh, the fact of the matter is, is that they do a very good job over there. Uh, with uh, 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 Love You Hard TV. They do a very good job with his podcast. He has a very, very dedicated fan base. And my listener base is pretty, de- is pretty dedicated also. And 
I thought the fascinating thing that he that he brought up after the show was, you're right, the the Venn diagram of the two listener bases is not very deep. You know, Taylor fans don't necessarily listen to Jimenez shows, and Jimenez listeners don't necessarily listen to Taylor's. So if we can kind of bridge that gap a little bit in some respect, would be fantastic. Yeah, someone saying that they're listening in from the RGV. Uh, that is a uh, uh, Bones Tube saying listening from the RGV. Hey, man, thanks for it. Thanks for listening. Um, and uh, Josh saying, is it safe to say Mike Taylor episode was the best show so far? It was the most viewed. Uh, but that's been the trend line. That's been the trend line. We went from 300 views to 450 to 500 to 650 to 700 to over 1,000. So yeah. the trend line's going in, in the right direction. And the other thing is, is that I'm looking at the background of the YouTube uh, statistics. Again, right now, most people are, are listening on Twitter, right? Twitter is about 50% of our traffic right now. About 30% of our traffic is, is Facebook and about 20% is YouTube. Though yesterday, our traffic was about 30% YouTube, which is great for us. Subscribe to us, okay? MJ Acquired Taste, subscribe to us. We're at 349 subscribers as of an hour ago. Yeah, it's going up. It's going up. But the thing about it is this. I noticed that the statistics were showing that almost 20% of our traffic was coming from the Austin area. <laughs> That's crazy. That is, it, it's interesting, you know, because, again, we share that team, the Spurs, with the city of Austin. The Spurs are going to be out there for a couple more games. I went to that game at the Moody, uh, the first game that they had. It was an experience. And I now understand what the Spurs are, are trying to do. And now that they're expanding that footprint, I would love to see the Spurs play a game in the RGV. I would love for them to play a game in McAllen or Edinburgh or wherever they have a facility over there to expand the footprint. I don't think they would ever go to a Corpus Christi because Corpus Christi is too small. But we already own Corpus Christi. They, you know, the Coastal Band cheers for the Spurs. Uh, Fred Villarreal reaches out and says, my Taylor show was being simulcasted in Austin. It was. It was. Uh, Chris reaches out saying, in the mobile office, listening on YouTube. Great show, buddy. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for the love. And uh, please support our sponsors, man, because uh, Cynthia J. Sanchez, J. Par Realty, you know anybody who's looking for a home, trying to sell a home. Uh, in order for us to be around and have this midday show and expand, and if if we're expanding from right now we're twelve to one, one fifteen or so, we're trying to expand to eleven to one, for example. We need sponsors. Yep. And that sponsor is either going to be a company stepping up and saying that they're going to advertise with us, like J Par Realty, Cynthia J Sanchez, uh, or you guys show us some love. Tip us a dollar. Yeah. Dollar a month. You know, if we had a dollar a month, we could do this show for like, you know, for two hours easily. Yeah. Even if we had a dollar for every viewer that was watching yeah. right now. Yeah. You know, it, something, it, It's man. ridiculous. It's yeah. ridiculous. And that's all that's needed. And that's what makes us more powerful. I mean, think about the show that we had with Taylor yesterday. Uh, you know, not to say that we're trying to glorify cursing, but we cursed. We had a few cocktails. Yeah, we, do whatever little, we, want. we could do whatever the hell we want. You know, we could do whatever we want, and it could be the content that you want. And how many commercials have we had today? I mean, I spoke about a sponsor for 40 seconds, 
But how many commercials that we have? Dude, we're going all out when it comes to this. And, and the vision is, is somehow having a network of four to five hours of programming during the workday, not the drive time, during the workday, because people are going to want to hear from this. Think about this. It is a damn shame that there's no local sports talk radio between the hours of 10 a.m. and 2 p.m., 10 a.m. And, and 2 p.m. When Victor Wembanyama's coming to town, the Dallas Cowboys are starting up, the Houston Texans are on the rise, the uh, UT and OU are playing their final season in the Big 12 and they'll make their way to the SEC. You got that the Rangers. Football. You got Texas Rangers and Houston Astros who both might be playoff bound. Yeah. We've got San Antonio FC, the defending champs, trying to repeat. Uh, the San Antonio Missions, last I saw, were in first place. I, I haven't seen the standings this week, but they were last week. We have a lot to get into. Wrestling, we haven't even got into, started dipping our toe into the wrestling scene Into yet. wrestling, and I have yet. I have yet. Oh, fantasy football. Yeah, there you go. And there's, a lot. No, and there's no 10 to 2? Kidding me. So if you want to have this content and want to be part of it, dude, Throw sponsors our way. Sponsor this show. It is not a lot. Brings me to another idea. We need to get a local boxer in here soon. That'd be interesting. Uh, you know, the guys over there, oh, what is it called again? It's on Broadway and 410. Uh, they put on the shows over at Techport. Uh, oh, I remember what you're talking about. Oh, my goodness. I cannot believe it's. Uh, I'm having a brain fart when it comes to it. Uh, let's see if I can find out who they are. They do a very good job. Putting on shows, um, and then also we're gonna we want to talk about pop culture. We want to talk about things like that. Uh, Fred reaching out saying, "Can't forget San Antonio FC. Lots of local soccer interests." I mean, we had Katie Goodman on last week talking to us about USA versus Mexico. Uh, Davies Entertainment is what Jonathan C yeah. says. Davies is a good job, dude. If you ever been to Davies Entertainment, have you ever been to that facility? I haven't been to their facility, but dude. I've been to a fight over at the Techport. Okay, okay, the fights are great. But you walk into the Davies facility, it is the most bizarre, surreal experience. I love it. You walk in the door, and there's this big-ass mural of Keldon Johnson. <laughs> okay? Leather couches in the front. On the left side, there's a shoe store for, like, you know, whatever kicks you want, right? And then on the right-hand side, there is a boxing gym. And then you go to the back, and there's, there's like, a salon for, for guys' haircuts. And then there's a place where you can make T-shirts. They're building taco trucks all in the parking lot on the side. They've got an out. They've got another boxing ring. They've got a sauna. They've got a regular gym. Uh, it's just like this massive complex where there is just so much going on, and it's just so cool. And it's not very expensive to be part of. Uh, Davies Entertainment is not sponsoring this show yet. I would love for them to, uh, but the fact of the matter is, is that. Um, uh, they do a really good job out there, and they I'm do. glad that they bring the boxing in uh, over to us. Noah, asking you a question, when will we be able to send Super Chats? That will be coming here shortly. We're working on a lot of new things on the back end here, so the show will be evolving and changing probably within the next week or so. Very nice. Jonathan C., Jimenez got you blasting over the warehouse speakers. I appreciate it, my man. Uh, others asking if we're going to start some sort of exclusive content. Um that's a possibility. Uh, Joe and I have, have discussed uh, that as a possibility. I would say this, though. It would need to be worth the while, not for us, but for you as a, a, a listener or a viewer yeah. or a subscriber uh, to have some, some exclusive content. Uh, we need to have some meet and greets. 
We need to go out into the community, find a we we need we need a good bar here in town that is not corporate, local bar, a local bar that we can go to and just BS, grab a couple of shots, have a couple of beers, yeah. maybe shoot some pool, shoot some darts, and I'm thinking like Spurs that. watch party. That might be a thing, man. A Spurs watch party. Come hang out with us. With the gente. Let, you let, know? Let's see if Taylor will show up. It's got to be close to Taylor's place, man. He, he was complaining about the drive. What side of town is he on? I don't know, man. He was saying complete opposite side of town. So I don't know, man. I mean, I didn't ask the guy. You know, that's his personal business. I don't want to sound like a creeper. Where are you living, Taylor? <laughs> you know? <laughs> he knows where you live. Well, yeah, now he does. That's the thing. Hey, we have a lot going on. Tomorrow's the big day. Tomorrow, the Spurs are going to draft. Victor Wembanyama, number one overall. Uh, prayers answered for Spurs fans, uh, but there's so much to get into. This network is building. For those of you who are listening, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to do Joe a favor. Tell your friends that there is local yes. content. Not spread only this word. show, you know, Mike Taylor's show. Uh, spread the word that there is content to be had between the hours of 10 and 2. And whether we string it together or we do it separately, the fact of the matter is, is that this content does exist. Tell friends to subscribe to us on YouTube. We appreciate you watching us on Facebook. We appreciate you watching us on Twitter. Uh, but we get to monetize it and get to stay on, and it allows us to advertise with those dollars if you watch us on YouTube. We appreciate the other viewing. I, I had a friend yesterday who was like, oh, yeah, Liz, I watch you all, all hour and a half on, on uh, Facebook. And I'm like, that's great. Now, do the exact same thing on YouTube. Yeah. Do us that favor. Hit that like button. We'll, we'll always be on Facebook. We'll always be on Twitter. We're never going to go away from that. It's just if you want to help the cause, make it so that it is at uh, that you watch us on YouTube. That would be a lit uh, episode. And we just get drunk every episode, just drinking some bourbon, some whiskey. <laughs> yes. The exclusive content could be me doing somebody's like uh, outgoing message. You know, instead of a ringtone. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. be like, hey, this is the flip flopper. <laughs> <laughs> Send me a couple bucks. We'll do it. <laughs> uh, Matt reaching out saying the squeeze box on St. Mary's. You know, the St. Mary's trip's not a bad place, man, because, uh, dude, if the traffic ever got better over there, it'd be amazing. Yeah. I used to go to Joey's out there. Uh, there used to be uh, years ago a place called the. Um, the music gallery, which was one of my favorite places. White Rabbit used to be there. Then they changed the name to that. Uh, then, then you had uh, uh, Slacker Sports and Arcade Bar, Demos, which is a really good uh, yeah. Mediterranean restaurant, still out there. Uh, but if the traffic got better over there, it'd be amazing. Uh, but let's get those 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 um, recommendations recommendations for where we should be doing our show. And maybe we'll take the sh the show on the road. Maybe we'll go out and about. <laughs> the Flip Flopper Podcast Network, LOL. You know how to take a joke. Um, dude, I live a very blessed life, man. And doing this an hour, hour and a half a day is amazing. And if we do go four hours, if we do go six hours, that's the goal is to expand this. Right now we're doing about an hour and 15 minutes. Uh, to add the 11 o'clock hour, I think that's going to be more towards the football season. Yeah. I think that's going to be somewhere around August. We'll have a two-hour show. By then, we should have a couple more sponsors and have even more content. And if we decide to make it a 10 a.m. show, a 9 a.m. show, that's where we get a second and a third host. 
Oh yeah. And it's it's like a it's like a, a, a you know passing the baton, if you will. Yeah, like if everybody wants to go ahead and have this thing, this network really be a thing, and we deliver content to you guys, you know, from ten, maybe all the way up until two, three, four o'clock in the afternoon. Make sure you're going ahead and spreading the word, hitting the the subscribe, you know, button, hit that like button, support us in any way you can. We greatly appreciate it, you know, because at some point I was telling Jimenez, I'd like to go ahead and just tell my job, you know what, I'm quitting because I'm going to be doing this full time. I'm going to be a right. full time producer. You and, know? and and I I will never quit my financial practice, but I will say this though, uh, to be a a quasi program director over here, where I'm meeting young talent uh, who want to do this kind of work, uh, people have already reached out to me, and I need to get a a get together for that. Uh, I was sick as a dog last week, and I'm yeah, still on <laughs> I'm still on meds. So probably over the course of the next week or so, let's go ahead and do a a meet and greet. Just go hang out and grab a couple of beers and if people want to talk about the, the a vision or the future of this network, uh, I'd be more than happy to have that conversation. So uh, this has been fun. Joe Garcia, thank you for producing today's show. Again, spread the word. I'm talking about sharing it. Put it on your Facebook page. Put it on your Twitter account. You know, uh, talk about us on all of these different areas. Help grow this together so that we can have this this family time, if you will, this 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 time where yeah. we can talk about sports and we can talk about pop culture and nostalgic crap and we can drop a curse word every once in a while and drink bourbon while doing this with no commercials. That where else can you do that? Where else can you do that? Exactly. I hope tomorrow I'm going to try to get Jeff Garcia from Locked On Spurs on tomorrow. Again, follow him at Jeff G Spurs Zone. Follow him on, on Spotify as well. Locked On Spurs. Dude, the content that he has going on right now on his timeline on Twitter is epic. It's all Wemby. It's all Sohan. It's all Spurs. Tomorrow, Wemby will officially become a San Antonio Spur. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Crossing fingers because I want the Spurs to get back into the first round and get a second player. But we'll talk about that tomorrow. We'll talk about that tomorrow. But this has been fun. Everyone have a great day. If you're at work, work hard. Play hard later on. Enjoy those Spurs moments and enjoy Wemby being a Spur and follow all of our content. Share all of our content. This has been fun. I'll see you guys tomorrow.